Jenny. You know it's time. Time? Time for what? Time for She's Just Drawn. <gasps> Let's go. Welcome back to the show. She's Just Drawn Season 2. Brad and Jenny are bringing all of the gossip to you. Hello. Hey there. Hey guys. Back for another episode. We're getting yeah. excited. This is going to be a really good episode. I'm yeah. really excited about it. This is Jenny. This is Bright. And welcome to She's Just Drunk. And today we have a super special guest. Yeah. She is, let me just build her up because okay. I've yeah. been practicing this a little in my head, but not too much because I didn't want it to sound crazy. Yeah. But we need she, some hyping. Yeah, we need some hyping because we're really excited about this guest. So she is our roommate. Mm-hmm. She is our friend. Mm-hmm. She's our family. Check, check, check. Sister. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a Conway native, mm. Little Rock bred, uh-huh. and LA, Los Angelin, a Los Angelino? Yeah. And a new Los Angelino. That's right. Um, she, uh, is a drag queen, a performer, mm-hmm. an actress, mm-hmm. and a model. Mm-hmm. That's fact. That's, all those things are factual, you guys. Her resume goes on and on and on. And some of you might already know who we're talking about, but let's go ahead and give her a little round of applause for Simone! Hello, girls. How are we today? We're wonderful. We're so glad you're here and that you agreed to do this in our busy quarantine oh, schedules. Oh, darlings. I would do anything. I'd move anything around for you guys. You <laughs> <laughs> penciled us in, which was well, really been sweet. We've been waiting with extreme anticipation. We've Me talked too. about um, doing this interview for quite some time, just yeah. to, you know... We, we just thought it would be so fun, and we knew that you were accessible to a, a certain degree. As much as we live in this, together in the house. We do live together in the same house, but our yeah. all of our um, schedules are very conflicting. Yeah. Whether it be a self-care day that's in the way, or whether it be an actual real project mm-hmm. that we both dived into yeah. at some point, or whatever. Yeah. You know, we live of, different lives. So. Yeah. Speaking of projects, what have you been doing to keep up with quarantine? Oh, my God. Goodness. This isn't one of my official interview questions. Well, I have We're going to get to those later. I have a question that is related to that. Yes, I already that I wrote down. So okay, okay. the question I put down was, you know, I want. I was curious because mm-hmm. I know we are trying to make sure and stay creative as, yes. you know, creative people in this world. Mm-hmm. But how are you staying creative during lockdown? Like, is there a favorite project that's happened during yeah. quarantine for you? Well, I, you know, as you guys have said, I am a drag before. I'm an entertainer, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... I've been trying to, you know, get get into the headspace of, you know, not getting out of that and, you know, doing makeup and hair and, mm-hmm. you know, posting oh, yeah. on Instagram more, doing little photo shoots with the girls, you know, Rosie and Gigi and Rubber, mm-hmm. and then, of course, with the house stuff that we do. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... Your I've hair game trying. has just been stepping it's up, been stepping going up, up, stepping up. I feel my pussy being on fire and going up. No, so, yeah, so much When it comes to the hair, so... Yeah, when it comes to the pussy hair. When it comes to the pussy hair. <laughs> that I've been put on my head. So... I've been trying to, you know, just stay in the mindset of doing makeup and just trying to think of, and take pictures, not take pictures, see pictures online and be like, oh, I kind of want to do that. And just mm-hmm. like storing things. And keeping just, like, a good mood board Keeping going. a good mood board mm-hmm. going on my mood phone. boards, yes. And just staying in the headspace of, you know, we are lucky to be able to have more time to be more creative mm-hmm. and put yes. more stuff out. Like you guys doing the podcast. Silver lining. Silver lining. You guys doing the trailers, the yeah. of the trailers. Yeah. So, um... That's what I'm, that's the energy I've been trying to keep myself in because it's really easy to just like go down a slippery slope of you know 
doom and gloom. So yes, Simone or just you know, helping me with that. just wanting to you know just veg out, which is great on some days. Mm-hmm. I love vegging out on some days, but then you know coming back and doing something creative is really really good for the soul. Absolutely. Well, and it's something the three of us. All, we have so many things that are different about mm-hmm. us, but we mm-hmm. also have a lot in common as far as kind of how we become so reclusive Absolutely. and we have the we have the um urge to want to be like completely alone, alone mm-hmm. and not talk to or do anything but mm-hmm. then we also will have these times where we're like okay we got to get out there Absolutely. and we got yeah. this this and this and this i'm gonna be super productive what do i need i'm gonna take care of let me learn it let me figure it out oh my god i'm about it's to like do you it. get this b12 yes. shot yeah and really you're like, oh, okay i gotta do something today and it's really hard <laughs> to like not be like reclusive and they get mm-hmm. stuck in being like okay like, yes sitting down and then you know, doing being reclusive too much. It so helps so much to... though living in this house with Absolutely. all eight of yes. us, mm-hmm. and like seeing like, oh, they're doing that. They're doing I want to do that. Mm-hmm. I want to do something. Well, maybe not that, but something. Something. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're just we're all fun. undercover, undiagnosed in a way. <laughs> is honestly what it is. But that is a great. Like we're that all is a great way to phrase Ill? it. Well, every every single person that exists is mentally ill. Sure, sure. To a degree, um, yeah. some people to more extremes than others. Yeah. But we all cope and we find ways to you know deal. Yeah. Um, I know that I do. I have many many issues with depression and stuff that I deal with, and yeah, that's just a so, normal thing. It yeah. needs to be normalized. It seems, and it's very common with creative people. Yes, like that's what my point was that was and it's like when we aren't being creative we beat ourselves up so much because we know we have this privilege Mm -hmm. of having Mm -hmm. this gift Mm -hmm. and when we're not using it we feel so guilty Guilty. but we have to stop doing that to ourselves because and then it's it's a double-edged sword because it motivates us but it also Mm -hmm. we need to chill sometimes because I love being scared because being scared sometimes motivates me to do what is scary. Mm-hmm. And so just with creativity, sometimes I like that I beat myself up about it so that I will go do and it. And go yeah. do it, yeah. Yeah. Well, but not know, too much. You and I did Rocky Horror together. We did, one, yeah. which was so much fun. Oh one of the God. best oh my experiences I've had. But, you know, one thing, like, I remember we would talk on occasion where mm-hmm. you would be, you would have such stage fright about, you know, oh performing, especially you were the lead in the show mm-hmm. at that year. And, and I, I've never really done a, I don't think I've ever really been I needed to add that to your resume during mm-hmm. introduction. Mm-hmm. Well, you said Musical, actor. theater. Mm-hmm. Well, but also singer. Well, yes, I can carry a tune. Yes. Oh, honey, I hear her in the shower and it's cute. Yes, good. Agreed. You do. You you riff a little yeah. bit here and there, but Simone did played Frankenfurter mm-hmm. and Rocky Horror and brought the house. Oh, down. I absolutely! I did. I was. It's one of the things that I can literally look back on and be like, you know, I I was so proud of myself for that because I, there were so many people who, because I I am a more shy person, mm-hmm. yeah, and um, so a lot of people didn't think I could really do it. So it first of all, it motivated me to, to prove them wrong, but mm-hmm. it was just I. I'd never done anything like that on that caliber before. Yes. Yeah. Of course, drag and performing and lip syncing is, is different in a way. But I, it was a way to me combining that and then putting in the actual theater of words and stuff. And mm-hmm. I was just, it's one of the things I've been so proud of to this day that mm-hmm. I just, well, you I should just be. light up about it. Because I, it was so much I fun. When I remember it and I think of it, I go, oh my God, that was stunning. Mm-hmm. That was such a beautiful performance every night. Well, and during so the time, I mean, I brought that up too, mm-hmm. because I know we talked a lot about just stage fright issues. And I yes. struggle with that. 
a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, I have a performance anxiety Mm -hmm. and stage fright. I don't care what I'm doing. It doesn't matter if it's a performance of any kind. I get nervous that I'm not prepared enough, that I'm going to be terrible, that whatever else. She's going to forget everything Mm -hmm. on the spot. Yes. And so when we discussed that and related to each other with it, I just wanted to, since I was with you in that, I wanted to really make you feel as supported as possible because I knew that had to be difficult. Yes. Mm-hmm. And even if it was like oiling you up in the back to get you <laughs> literally, to, yes, literally <laughs> to get you into those latex outfits. Mm-hmm. If that's all I was doing for you, I was happy to at least come oh, back man. and be in the spot for that quick change or yeah. whatever. But I would tell you, I'd be like, "Honey, I do the same thing. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. I am constant. I make myself." perform even when I Don't do want not to. want to do it yeah. and I'm never regretful of it it always turns out and to I remember be something great those times because I was you and Cody mm-hmm. were really you Cody and Queen were really good backbones for me in this and it kind of shaped our friendship to be able for us to move in together oh I, yeah I yeah yes totally. and it's one of the things when you were one of the people I let my guard down and was able to kind of be myself and show that vulnerability mm-hmm. with and so which led us to being able to move in mm-hmm so I think of those times as like, you know, building blocks to the friendship. You know? Yeah, because yeah. that's not For something sure. to take lightly. I don't just live with anyone, yeah. I mm-hmm. promise. Because those are, those are the <laughs> moments that have to grow organically. For mm-hmm. sure. And you have to put in the work. Because friendships are work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to put in the work yeah. and like, y'all got to do that and that's amazing. And mm-hmm. now we all get to live together. To live together. Oh, yeah. And benefit. And do it all the time. From mm-hmm. having this family like really that we all live with in L.A., I mean, which we have, which we, oh, I don't know if people, I don't know where you guys are in the world or mm-hmm. in the States or anything, but when people come to LA, it's usually very, it's a lonely experience. Most people yeah. don't come with people or they do come with people in their lives drift apart or whatever. So for us to have, first of all, a family unit here that we call friends yeah. and family, mm-hmm. it is very rare. Oh, it's right. something yeah. that does not happen a lot here. So when people find that out about us, they're usually very shocked and very, mm-hmm. it's know, an anomaly. It's here. an anomaly. Yeah. Here. You're, you're absolutely right. Well, and that actually leads me into my other question. I don't oh. mean to jump oh, no, in, oh, no, in. but Do since it. it so fluidly and organically went to that, mm-hmm. my other question Do was, it. you know, I was curious, because we've talked a little bit about this, but mm-hmm. I'd love for you to tell it a little here. You know, how is your experience living in L.A. now versus, like, when you first moved here? Because you've been here over a year now. I've been here and over I mean, a year. After your, yeah, I was going to say after your first year, Mark, but it, it could, removing the pandemic aspect, I mean, or not. <laughs> sure, or not. If you want to talk about it, that's fine. But right. I meant more so if that didn't exist, like, kind of before that happened. Because mm-hmm. it's only been in the last couple of months or so. Well, I think I did not realize, because I, I, okay, let me start with, I've always been a very independent person. Mm-hmm. I've always since I was 16 years old, I had a job of, for the most part, being able to take care of myself. In a lot and of ways. to a fault. Some, and to a fault. that's us yeah. too. Yeah. We Absolutely. are independent to a fault. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. But, um, so moving here, I thought I was prepared. As people <laughs> sure. Girl, do. we did too. Yes. <laughs> as people and you do know us. Yes. We are prepared. And they are prepared. <laughs> <ours, darling. laughs> we are prepared. Nobody, but honey, nobody's prepared for this. No. no one is prepared. You're not. And I was, I was, 24 which is young mm-hmm. in, the, in the grand scheme of things and first time i'd moved anywhere moved out on my yeah. own and so i was like you know what whatever i always but know still a great age though it's but for this it age. really is yeah. yeah it's not too young and it's, it's not, not 21 or 18 yeah. it's really a anyway yeah. go ahead. and luckily yeah. i had the experience of going to college so i mm-hmm. did yeah. know how to take like you know wash clothes mm-hmm. to, to make yes. food figure things out like that i just never sure. have lived alone where mm-hmm. i pay a bill Mm-hmm. You know, all those things. Yeah. And so I thought I was prepared mm-hmm. and I thought I emotionally prepared for it, I would mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. And I've uh, going through it and coming here 
doing drag mm-hmm. has shown me that I was not as prepared. Because it's I, so different It's here. so different here. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say, go and kiss myself, I am a very good drag queen. It's just a lot of, my weakness comes from me in, in my head. Mm-hmm. And I get in my head a lot about things. As because, do we all, yeah. As we yeah, all totally. do. But I think for me, it, it's really, a, it's a crutch for me because... <laughs> I've never really been able to silence those things in my head. Mm-hmm. And so moving here over the years, I've learned to do that a lot. And it shows in the growth of being here in my drag. Mm-hmm. But I think growing here allowed me to be a little bit more open. Yeah. I still have a lot to work to do when it comes mm-hmm. to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I've become yeah, way too. more open. Yeah, same. My drag has gone leaps and bounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've met people here and I've learned a lot of things about people that you know you kind of know your parents always say watch out for these people watch out for these mm-hmm, things but mm-hmm. you just always like to see the best in people and then when things happen to you mm-hmm. it really shakes you mm-hmm. so i think i've learned a lot about myself and a lot about other people and what people are willing to do to get where they are so i will say my yeah. first year here has been very educational yeah are you glad you stayed are you glad you stuck I'm it out very glad doesn't mm-hmm. it make you feel like for me it makes me feel like I have grown in a way I would have never grown mm-hmm. if I had stayed home. Mm-hmm. And so, oh yeah. And what's really yeah. weird is Arkansas, for all it is, it's a great place to raise a family and mm-hmm. grow up. And we learn, you learn a lot of values that mm-hmm. you probably wouldn't have learned in the city. But as far as growing to a place you want to grow, it is stunting for a lot of people. Yes. Yeah. And because you have those things of like, you're supposed to get married and have kids. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and even for gay people, that's not just a straight thing. It's, no, it's absolutely. also no, for gay no, people totally. that want to get married and have a family, do all these things by like 25 year old. There. I prefer gay marriage. <laughs> I mean, honestly. <laughs> Me too. Like, it's, yeah, it's just, it's not, it's a little less boring. Mm-hmm. Marriage is always boring. Mar- yes. But it's a little but less boring. T- marriage is always boring, but for me, gay, <laughs> gay marriage is so much more, oh my God, oh, that's cute. Well, I just want you guys to have a babies mm-hmm. and have dogs and whatever. Yeah. And like, I'm Well, and it's inspiring. Absolutely. And yes. it's something that like generations and generations and generations that's before right. us mm-hmm. never saw. Yeah. They died and right. they never saw Never got to see it. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Yeah. 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 And so it's, it's beautiful. And, but you know, you're right. I mean, I, there are a lot of kind of heteronormative homosexuals in in Arkansas. It is very weird, especially coming here. You see, which is another thing I want to touch on. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's a thing here, but it's not really a thing. It's a thing in a different way Mm -hmm. here, Mm -hmm. but, um, being back home, it's just, it's so stunting and you only can get so far, you know, and I yeah. kind of gotten to where I needed to be there. I performed everywhere. I'd been on the best stage there. So for me coming here, um, it was necessary Yeah, and it's what I want. It's what I wanted and it was necessary if I was going to get to where I want to go. Yeah. Well, and it, uh, and for me, and I think probably I'm as many conversations that we've all had about this type of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's very similar, I imagine, for you guys, but for different reasons. For me, it's like I'm not usually a huge risk taker. Yes. I don't mm-hmm. usually do that, especially like if I don't have it completely thought yeah. out mm-hmm. to the nth degree. That's how so, I became in my late all the 20s. variables to come here. Yeah. I am still shocked at myself shocked that I angry. actually chose that. And I look back on the journey and all the little steps that it took before I did mm-hmm. and how normally I would have never made those decisions the way I mm-hmm. did. Yeah. doing that and it seems like with you guys after i've been here for two years going 
and I'm Isn't going. crazy to think about? I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> I think, like, oh Even me every year, I'm when like, ha- what the fuck? I'm like, memories of, like, oh, oh, I remember that. I'm like, oh, my God, that was in California, and that was two years mm-hmm. ago. But I see the thing that I've gotten from it, and still yeah. I'm getting, but I see myself in two different shades. I see myself as what I was when I lived in Arkansas and didn't know anything else. Mm -hmm. And then being here, even if it's like little stuff, it's like, I feel different. Yeah. Yeah. The same person. It is very much like a metamorphosis. Yeah. For sure. I feel different. I feel like I can never go back. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I don't feel like I can never go back. I don't mean physically live there again. I don't mean that. I can never go back to 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 being that that person. person. Not knowing these things that I know. Yeah. 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 That's what I mean. Yeah. I, I made live in Arkansas. And I love this. I love I, Arkansas. I, like yeah. Ar- like I could I, retire if there. I were yeah. Retiring, yeah, yeah totally. If I'm, I'm not in a situation. Realty's cheap as hell. Yeah. If cheap. I ever come into money, I'm going to buy the state. A house. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but what we pay here, darlings, let me just tell you, we could live fat where we were. Oh, from. honey, we would be in oh. Chanel yes. with gates, gates. nine foot gates. Bags absolutely. from the promenade, darling. <laughs> fat cat slobbering pigs. <laughs> but just, just shells of people. Yes. Nothing yeah. inside. Yeah. And, that's, and that's why we don't do it. Mm. Yeah. Because I was there when the promenade first opened, and it um, was bare, to oh. be polite. Yes. And now it has so many things, and yeah. if I were living there now, I'd be like, oh my God, there's another ice cream place in here. But that's, that's about it. So, so many ice cream true. places. The IMAX so theater may still be open, don't know. Don't so, know. It's, you know, there's not a lot to, you know. But anyway, I love, I love my homestead. I didn't leave because I hated yeah. it. I mm. didn't leave because I felt any kind of particular way other mm-hmm. than I needed to do something important for myself yes. that yeah. I deemed important. Because I didn't want to wake up and be 40 and mm-hmm. be like, I have never moved away. That is, that is That's my biggest crippling. fear. That's crippling. It was my mm-hmm. biggest fear yeah. because so many people in my family, yeah. like the, my generation of kids in my family mm-hmm. all moved away or have yeah. moved away and came back or whatever. Yeah. But my parents, my parents' parents all lived in Arkansas and I remember being like, probably even before the age of 10 just being like oh my god i could not mm-hmm. i just i cannot and i will not and I, and that's always been a thing for me i didn't necessarily think i was going to move to la i thought it'd be like dallas or mm-hmm. you know, oh Lanza yeah you know that's like the that. go-to that's the go-to nashville go. nashville <laughs> yeah. you know? new orleans mm-hmm. new orleans yes that's new the orleans. best one out of the tri-state area yeah, yeah. yeah. see if you haven't been i haven't been but i've seen the pictures oh, darling. oh i've, I've gone a couple of times it's lovely but um I, I, LA was not originally going to be my first leave, but of course mm-hmm. things worked out for me that way. Thank God. Mm-hmm. But I, I, growing up, I hated Arkansas because I just knew I was a polka dot and a whole bunch in oh, a yeah. field full yes. of just stripes for to say them. Well, you're gay and yes. a person of color. And I'm gay and a person of color. And, and then I just happen to be a drag queen on, on top, top of that. that. Yeah. And it's a triple so, threatening thing. Feeling. Mm-hmm. It's a, all three of those things are the most wonderful things to be yeah, absolutely but not everybody thinks that mm-hmm. no and so it's especially hard. there and i mean i'm not speaking because i know yeah. i'm speaking because i yeah because we're I, in the we, yeah. we grew up in the bible belt mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the buckle they like to call us the buckle. Yeah, the you, buckle didn't know. Of it. <laughs> you did not know <laughs> there's a church on every corner on every corner even in the small towns with 345 people there are 665 churches and it's yes. one of them buckles like if you won the rodeo honey it's not like <laughs> big one it's not big like old. a regular ass <laughs> belt buckle <laughs> You gotta detach it on both sides and put it on your wall. It's a display buckle. (laughs) Yes. It's a conversational piece. Absolutely. It's cute, but it's hard to carry. Yes, it is. Yeah. All right. um, Yes, next question. Yeah, Jenny had some questions too. Okay. Yes. So I have three questions. If we don't get to them all, it's fine. But um, 
So my first question mm-hmm. is, in a few words or in a phrase, okay. how would you describe your drag? Okay. Second part of the question, and who are your biggest influences oh, for looks oh. and performances? Okay. So I had, when I first did drag, I had a different phrase, but now I've... Mean the house will kind of come up with another mm-hmm. one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, my drag it's is evolution. described. It's called evolution, darling. <laughs> um, my drag now would be described as wig, honey buns, and wigs, darling. Honey, honey buns and, and wigs. wigs. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now, now give us a little, little illuminate us to that a little bit. Because I, honey buns and wigs. I just I love sweet things. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's just it's such a it's such a silly thing. Oh, you just but said yesterday. I can't believe. believe I, I went to Costco and did not get one goddamn sweet thing. But <laughs> I I like to relate that as you know, me. I'm a, at heart. I'm a sweet person. Mm-hmm. I I'm. You know, love you, Bubby. You like, like I make you feel good. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're down to earth, and I am very down to and earth. And you're down to to do something, you know, fun and wild, mm-hmm. and like you don't think you're better. No, I don't. Yeah. I which you might look better than. I mean, I might look it, but but that. <laughs> but is you're not down the truth. for the nitty gritty. No, you've absolutely. got a good humility that helps. Yes, with that. Um, absolutely. And wigs is of course the grammar side. You know the you know what Simona the Ebony Enchantress mm-hmm, sub that up, mm-hmm. which was another thing. Uh, you yes. know what? That is a better all-encompassing thing. That is <laughs> Simone is the ebony enchantress. Yes. That is me. I this chocolate, lovely, beautiful. Gla- not wouldn't say glamazon. I would say, oh god, statuesque woman that yes. I think of myself in my head. Yeah. And um, I, I see you as a queen that is very, very diverse. Yes, but yes. that is so wonderful at celebrating her blackness yeah, absolutely oh that's which what was a journey no, yes yeah. oh i'm sure and we've talked about that a absolutely. lot we have which because, is one of the things yeah that i love about bright so much and of course me and Jean- oh we s- we talk about you a lot with that yeah. how surprisingly oh my god how easy you are to talk about that stuff yes too. because i i was also so funny <laughs> yeah oh my yeah, you god are i crack up at your shows because not only do you look like a statue mm-hmm. but i am cracking up at the comedy no it's to be pretty and funny, girl. That that is a gift. Like you and say, not, I'm going to quote yeah. Simone herself. Yes, yes. God doesn't give with both hands. He does not. But, but every <laughs> once in a while, he, he reaches down <laughs> and bit, and he is your other hand. Yes. I don't want to preach on here, but honey, baby, <laughs> you I don't give us do the gospel. That. But I, I have is a back, VTM? But I have a background. <laughs> Pass. Mm. What is it? Pass the. Damn it! What is um the baker's thing that they had? I don't know. I don't know. You know Passover? No, it's the the <laughs> letters. <laughs> we just had that. Damn it! The Tammy Faye and uh Pastor. Jim they had their letters of their show. Oh. The network was PT something. Oh, PTS PT. And but they always called it past the something as a joke because like they got all this money all the time. But it, whatever, I, it didn't land because I, I didn't it know it. Was PTS? No, I don't no. think that's it. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's a Tammy Faye Baker. Reference. I'll look it up for us and send it. Yeah, look it up, right? Oh, yeah, but, right. Um, okay. So second part of the right question. Here. Yes. Uh, who's your who? Or, um, one person or multiple, if it is okay. biggest influence for looks and performances. Oh my god! So there's a list. <laughs> okay. Go for it. At the very tip to the top, top tip, and this is so cliche, whatever it is, but he is the ultimate when mm-hmm. it comes to drag, is... PTL Pass the Loot. That's Pass what it was. the Loot. It was PTL Club. Yeah. And they jokingly said Pass, Pass the, the Loot because okay. they made so much money. Mm. Sorry, that was going to bother me. It's not important, but I needed to say it. But she needed to let you know. I'm, I'm sorry. Continue, please. Um, But obviously RuPaul being mm-hmm. a, 
not even just a drag queen, let's just break it on down. Superstar. A, a superstar that is a black gay man who, if you think about it, we really don't have a lot in media. From the South. From mm-hmm. the South. Well, mm-hmm. San Diego. Oh, I always think Atlanta. No, but I that's just... where he grew up. That yeah, he yeah, grew yeah, up yeah, there, yeah. but he's from San Diego. Which, yeah, if you think about it, is is a pro- I feel at the time was I honestly white. put RuPaul's an honorary Southern person. Yes. There's yes. so many things that he, he just reeks of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. He, yeah. he, he gets yes, it. Absolutely. He does. He gets, he gets it. it, and that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, San Diego was predominantly white. At the time, yes. Mm-hmm. So and, he understood yeah. the struggles of what yes. I was talking about earlier with being a polka dot in a striped world. Yes. And, um, and like, I just, I look up to him so much because to have navigated this world, especially the time he grew up through AIDS, mm-hmm. through, um, you know, all the LGBT the- histories, you know, if you don't know, look it up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a marvel. It is a marvel. And mm-hmm. to be one, that, and to be where he is now, yeah. though his journey has been long, is mm-hmm. just so inspiring. And, and I remember seeing him on Sabrina the Teenage Witch and just being like, mm. there's some, th- this is before I even, I knew who Paul was, the mm-hmm. drag queen. I didn't, never seen him out of drag. So yeah. when I saw him out of drag and then transforming into like the Glamazonian woman, it just blew my mind. But he's at the tip, tip, top for me, like sure, and I'll be all. No, but you're so right about his career because it's like it's like he was born and he got it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, it's like, like I know he had a transition. I know he had struggles. I know of he course. had to like figure it out, figure out how to navigate this matrix. This mm-hmm. matrix. One of my now that I've seen, I've rewatched <laughs> the real, the first matrix. I get it on a whole other level now. Girl, when Brad the other night was like, "Hey, have you guys seen that new documentary on Netflix? It's a three parter. It's called The Matrix." <laughs> 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 I was dead. Anyways. But yeah, I mean, he learned so early in life that this is all just a game mm-hmm. and you learn how to play it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you can either choose to be plugged in mm-hmm. or you can choose to plug out and yeah. go in when you need to. Yeah. Well, and he's such a good example of, you know, and I was watching uh, Joan Rivers on the Dr. Oh, Ruth show one. yesterday because oh, yeah. I found a little app treasure on her Apple TV. Ooh. Oh, cute. Tons of old stuff and Dr. Ruth's old shows on there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit, I want to watch that for a second. And so Joan was on and they were just, she said, I'm just so, we are two people that became famous later in our years. Mm-hmm. rather, yes. And it feels better because it's like, although Rue has been doing so much for so long, mm-hmm. he has really come into his own later in life. Yes. Become a household name. Yes. Has mm-hmm. become mainstream, mm-hmm. which he doesn't care for that very much. No. But it's, it's a, you know, everyone knows for real, for real now mm-hmm. and is like on all these platforms and making money in all these different directions. Yeah. So good on, good on you. But it just made me think about it. I was like, that's why, even like we talk about Leslie um, Jones and how, you know, she's Leslie, come. Oh, Leslie Jones, sorry. She's come into her own after, in her 50s. Which I blew my mind when I figured out she was like 50 Yes, that and she's like mind. SNL yeah. um, uh, alum and whatever. Mm-hmm. But that, that that's a dream of ours is SNL yeah. stuff for sketch comedy and everything. So it just, it's cool to watch. He's a very good example of that as well. Yeah. So. Absolutely. But if you just keep per- uh, persevering and just like. Just don't stop believing that you are marketable. There's mm-hmm. something about mm-hmm. you. There's something about you that it may not be your time, but there's something about you that will, it will be yes. your time. Well, because we walk around in our own bodies and our own skin mm-hmm. all the time. So we quickly surrender to feeling ordinary. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. there's not a single person in this house that is ordinary. Every mm-hmm. one of us is very, absolutely. very, and has a very interesting, interesting POV. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. That, I, which is really strange strange in a way in a good way mm-hmm. but to going back to what i said earlier about it being such a, a um a good thing that we found each other mm-hmm. we all come from very interesting very diverse 
parts of the state mm-hmm. and then lives like no one none of us have lived a very similar life which no no with in the sense of what we've gone through but the lessons and the things that we've learned yeah. have have brought us together for a reason mm-hmm. yeah, so our that families we can all, are all completely different completely different yeah like school backgrounds are so different mm-hmm. levels of education yeah, yeah. it's, it's all, really weird our artistic strange. experiences are very different mm-hmm. our outlooks are all and they enrich this one everyone and, else's experience yeah, and it's do. like the thing that's alike is that we all knew we could shift and shaped it mm-hmm. yeah we all yeah, knew oh God, we could yes. take a negative and make it a positive, a positive if we just tried hard enough and just mm-hmm. believed hard enough. Mm-hmm. And then we found each other and we were like, oh, you think like the that same too? Thing. Yeah. What? What's cool too is that each one of us has done kind of our own thing that we like, but collectively mm-hmm. we've also done stuff together. Yeah. yeah. And, that's, and that's neat. And that's helped other experience, our, our other experiences that, you know, like you guys do this, like, mm-hmm. you know, so you, if I ever wanted to do a podcast, you know, this is something that I could learn from you guys. Oh, like, yeah. Caleb yeah. does, he's good at video editing. Hunter's good with pictures. You know, Mark yeah. has learned working Mark's with Mark's good at everything. And every, <laughs> at everything. So, you know, there's that. Grant, Mark's good at video games. Yep. Taking photos, photos. Making clothes. Putting clothes together. You know, it's just, it's just on and on. But, um, and Grant has such an eye that it, yes. it, it boggles my mind. Yes. It's such a knowledge that yeah. it brought Grant's it my mind. POV of fashion and just everything that is the industry mm-hmm. whether uh, uh, the entertainment industry across the board yes mm-hmm. whether it's porn or fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, and that is so true it's or true anything though. in the it's entertainment anything that has to do with the arts and entertainment he has he such... gets the reference yep the time period, mm-hmm. yep. the color scheme, it's just, it all clicks in his head yeah. immediately. Well, and I'll tell you, each of us, our goal is, whether we know it or not, is to take our levels of delusion mm. from a negative point mm-hmm. into a positive, positive point, point that we can actually use. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, out of all of us, to me, Grant has the highest potential Absolutely. to use his delusion for good. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And I mean that in Absolutely. the best, the best way yeah. possible. Now because I that's it. the thing is, people don't actually create their level of stardom mm. or their uh, artistic you have to believe success it. because they're good. He's good. Yeah. But he also possesses the ability to have that huge level of delusion to really use it. Absolutely. Yeah. He does. And, and it's... I, I don't know. I'm, I'm it's admirable, and I'm second. always yeah. amazed by it. Mm-hmm. I really am. I, I want to. I, I just want to toot his horn because he doesn't always get it tooted all yeah, the time yeah. enough to me. And I, I, he is a very impressive person. He would be also a person that coming back that I has been up there for me when it comes mm-hmm. to drag because yeah. he's helped shape my drag yeah. in a lot of ways. That because I, I was mm-hmm. back home, I was trying to be you know the pageant girl, the girl that wore the sparkly things, oh, and he right. saw that that wasn't my path. That I, I didn't necessarily. I, I knew, but I didn't have the person beside me to say yeah it's okay that you feel this way and he, let me show you this other world a whole mm-hmm. lot of things i had no idea about no yeah. idea, no clue when it came to drag yeah but go back to your question oh yeah about so, uh, one of my inspiration sorry thank you on track queen. on track queen yeah because yeah, I, I do want to get this out yeah I, so you said rupaul I who's said next RuPaul, rupaul and then next to me would be oh god it's hard whitney houston mm. oh sure mm. i knew you were gonna say her whitney houston Okay, RuPaul, as far as, you know, superstar, da, 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 but I have, like, a trifecta of diva queens. Yes, totally, yeah. And Whitney is right up there for me, mm-hmm. like, the number one for me, because the Holy Trinity, the Holy Trinity of Simone. I Yeoni feel and that connected us a lot, too. Absolutely. Oh, oh my God. Go because ahead. there is no one that I've experienced, this is my personal opinion, mm-hmm. that could sing a song, mm-hmm. 
stand there, mm-hmm. sing a song, mm-hmm. and have told you a story from beginning to end. There mm-hmm. are not a lot of entertainers that can do that. No. And I say that, and I say entertainer for a reason, because she was a singer. Mm-hmm. She is a singer. Was mm-hmm. a singer for instance, right? Yeah. Is. But... Is a singer. Rest yeah. in peace. Rest she's in singing peace. in heaven. Honey, she's still hologramming. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all. About that. In her oh, residencies in multiple cities. Right. Outfits, so. so if you want to be spooked, please get a ticket. God. Sing, but, um, sing a ghost. It's so weird to me. It's so, <laughs> it's so weird. But to be able to, to sing a song and entertain people and keep people engaged like that is a rare gift. And she was one of the first people that I was able to connect with when mm-hmm. in... And to barely move a muscle. And to barely move a muscle. That yeah. is, you can, it and almost you've got inverted. your Mariahs that don't move either. Mm-hmm. But, and I love Mariah, but, but she's her own thing. She's yes. not a Whitney. She is not yeah. a Whitney. Period. And that inspired my drag since of because that is my favorite part of drag is mm-hmm. performing. I, when I, when I first started makeup, whatever, you know, I knew I had, that's this part I had to learn. I had no idea I was even pretty. So that wasn't even like on my radar, mm-hmm. but isn't it funny the people that just don't know? I just don't know. Well, it's you're never weird. ugly. You're just poor. Yeah. <laughs> or and and you're never ugly. You just hadn't watched YouTube enough. Mm, yeah, that's, that's very sure. true. Yeah. Especially now, kids. Hello. Yes. There yeah. is not a resource out there that, that you is not cannot plentiful figure it out. for mm, yeah. you to learn anything. How to do makeup? Anything. Mm. Cut hair. Hell Cut hair. Yeah. Do everything. a wig, baby. Let me tell you. Everything. But. That uh, that's why I love her so much. Put snow tires on. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yes. Oh, I learned how to mountains. do that. <laughs> There's her, Rihanna. Okay. Oh yes. Yeah, we knew that I love because she's our modern uh, a modern day version of. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to necessarily say civil rights because that has such a heavy connotation. But what she's been able to do for black people, specifically mm-hmm. black women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is very inspirational in her style and the a way women she of all chooses. sizes. In women of all sizes, yes. that's a very good point. Oh my she's god, a, she's a, a skinny one, and I don't mean that derogatorily. No, that sees yes. fat people, and that is one reason that I will love her forever. Forever, yeah. It, yeah. W- with no other element exposed, mm. that alone yeah. speaks to me, and Absolutely. I'm happy about that. She's one of those people, like, if you don't know what she's doing um, on a humanitarian level, mm-hmm. go look I'll, it up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. And if you can't see it, you're not looking. You're not looking, yeah. because she's always around. She's always doing something mm-hmm. like, especially the, um, one of the first celebrities to give money to the COVID relief. Mm-hmm. Was she gave uh, money for domestic violence for women who mm-hmm. had to stay home because their husbands are home. And, right, you know, right. there's just a lot of things to look it up. Yeah. But she's just an all-around good person, and th- that's what I would want to aspire to be if I were ever, if and when. Mm-hmm. Um, I ever get to that level, sorry, what I would want to do. Well, she's a real mogul. Honestly, she is, because she's such a business-minded person. She has really, really taken her platform from uh, not just being this person in music trying to get a record deal, Mm -hmm. but has moved it into such an evolution. It's so impressive. I mean, In a lot of ways, a lot of people try and can't really do. You don't have to be a fan to see that. You don't have to love her music to see what she's done. No, you don't have to be a fan at all to know that people are constantly on their knees waiting for the next album mm-hmm. yeah that's how much well she, i yeah. just mean you don't have to even love her music or care about her music coming out at all to to be a fan of what she's done what in, she's done in yeah. her life and in the world and career you know and and another thing is it's like she's done so much that it's kind of affected it pretty much everyone on the on the globe in some mm-hmm. way you know mm-hmm. like as far as how women are seen and as far as how women are women of color specifically are yeah. seen in the industry and being able to take such a 
and you know selling millions of albums is not a small thing but you know a smaller thing and been able to build such an empire when it comes to clothes makeup and uh music yeah so it's just being a one hit wonder is impressive yeah yeah if all you ever do is sing one song song for the rest of your life that you didn't write For the rest of your life. And For the, the rest of your life, you are impressed. You get to go to state fairs all around mm-hmm. the country with it. Or they play you in Ralph's, Kroger's, Vons, or, or uh, Pavilions. Yes. Honey, I'm in you there did buying. It, you, you did it. it. If I'm you buying my it. canned corn, um, getting it in that aisle, then I'm excited. When you were it. just talking about her, it reminded me. Because, yeah, Susie Gorman is one of my queens. Mm, She's yes. a financial guru. Right, right, right. Susie always says, and I think that Rihanna has really put this in place, is that People first. Yes. Money second. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. like, it doesn't matter how much money she has gotten. She still cares about mankind. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. She must have read one of her books. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And then my third woman Uh is Miss Beyonce No. Okay. Um, Yes. Nice. And which I it's love, a safe zone to talk about which her is here. It's a very it safe is. zone. Safe I get a lot of here. I get a lot of things for loving her so much. But yes. my perspective she is, is not unique. My queen, but I yes. do respect her. Yes. And I she am is a, a queen. She, she is, is a queen. queen. And yes. I am a fan of hers mm-hmm. to an extent. Yes. She isn't one that I would die for, but no. that's okay. I that's have okay. those of my yeah. own that I would. Because millions of other people would. But what does she do for you? She, I growing in this dark time of where we live right now mm-hmm. as a country as a world as a planet mm-hmm. um when i was back home and, and the election had just happened and you guys had left and the mm-hmm. house had gone mm-hmm. and i was just really trying to figure out how i was going to get from where i was to where i wanted to be as far as moving to la mm-hmm. i i eliminated come out at the time i think you guys you guys are still there so no this is before you guys moved. Oh, okay. but honey the, i thought you said eliminate no 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 no, no. The, I, like, album. I don't know that album like, what <laughs> album is that what's that one that's one of them underground things i don't know that shit <laughs> who's that let, eliminate. let me on it <laughs> let me see gotcha, gotcha gotcha but the house had just left <laughs> and i was just trying to find some sense of just something because we were it, it was just such a cloud where we mm-hmm. were yeah and oh, and music will do that out. for you too, you know. For sure, it'll save mm-hmm. your life. Yeah, yeah. And that album had come out, and the imagery in it, mm-hmm. and the the story that she told of of the experience of the black person and the, a black woman and mm-hmm. going through whatever, and the many different facets of the album. If you've never listened to it or seen mm-hmm. the the story, I do encourage you to see it, even mm-hmm. if you're not a fan, because it is important. Um, it brought me out and it made me feel okay mm-hmm. to, as a coming through my journey of being okay with who I am, it made me feel confident in that. Yeah. And so, and then of course I went back and looked over everything else and was just like, I relate to her in a lot of ways as far as like how she likes to entertain, how she presents herself. And I just love her so much. Yeah. Like, she just made me feel confident in who I am. Well, and you know, that whole piece of work, it really was, um, a beautiful accomplishment, mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. so necessary. Oh, yes. So it came out at the, exactly when it needed to. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was just like whether you stand Beyonce or not, it is it is something to watch it. And you're right, like go watch it. It is amazing, but it's just like you can't deny it. Yeah, yeah. it's That's undeniable. True. It's undeniable. Yeah. At this yeah. point, it's undeniable. And it's and it was maybe in a time you know because she's probably gotten a lot of flack throughout her career mm-hmm. for not talk being more vocal, vocal about the black experience yes. and i think she finally was like i'm gonna do it yeah and mm-hmm. i think she felt safe enough because you know going up you can't really 
It, when she, she wasn't did, allowed I mean, to. You can't really do the back then no. in those days. If she it wasn't, was in Destiny's Child trying to talk about stuff like that, the, her, she would have lost her whole career. Oh, yeah. no, yeah. Yeah. Well, and the thing she is had she... to do it in, you know, wearing her hair how she did back then, if mm-hmm, you look back, and like mm-hmm. how they did things and the words they said in their lyrics and, how, and the music videos and some of, the, like, some of the interviews. It was there. She just couldn't, you can't do it like you can now saying like I'm a... It would have put people off, you know. So well, you had to do. You had to figure out your own way of and doing she, that. And she, she's walked a tightrope yeah. for for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. And some, and I know that she and I are like a, a, the same age, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And so I can understand growing up in that time frame because we were, you know, she was my age when she was like in Destiny Child to begin with, and That's I thought, true. oh my yeah. god, mm-hmm. this bitch is like fifteen years old and like so amazing, and like these girls or whatever. I was in awe of them, mm-hmm. but. You know, after you've walked that type of, I don't, this gray area, I can't say this, I can't do this because there's too much to risk. I have to choose when it's time to risk, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, it's better to do it when you have it and can't lose it than when you can lose Lose it. it. And you're not sure. Yeah. So it's like, but it becomes so ingrained that you don't even know when the time is to take the risk. So yeah, like, so I you can't stay imagine. scared. Yeah, yeah, you stay scared all the time. And that... she and she took the risk and she did it, and it was yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. And I understand the critique of you know, she could have she. There's a lot of issues that she said when it was safe to say it, but you know, I I agree with you kind of that. Well, mostly actually mm-hmm. that it's better to keep the platform and wait for the time mm-hmm. and do it that way to be and have more influence. I would mm-hmm. say, yeah, yes. because when she does change. speak. People listen, no matter who you are, whether you're yes. a fan, if you're not, yeah. the world does truly stop in a lot of ways. The press conference starts. The press conference starts. She will honestly be waiting on her moment. Mm-hmm. Even if that moment has come and gone multiple times, it's hard to know that when yeah. you're in it. Yeah. Absolutely. And when you're still ingrained that, oh my God, I don't know if this is okay for me to do right now. Is yeah. it a really, truly a place and that it's okay? And look at all whatever. the shit she got for her Super Bowl performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That mm-hmm. one thing That alone, one thing. Where everybody on Fox News called her a fucking terrorist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, she, you know, that, like, imagine her trying to do that years before. Mm-hmm. It would, it just, and yeah. people don't take into account that, and it's, it's something I learned in college, actually, that black women are the most unprotected people in our society. Mm-hmm. As far, and so, like, I just like to think of her like like Britney Spears, not to compare or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But if, if she would have had a 2007 moment, what? And they oh destroyed no like shit. that poor that yeah. poor woman, that poor mm-hmm. that poor baby. Yeah. yeah. And so I just like to think and imagine if someone like her would have done that, what would have been said? What would have been done? She would have been a mockery. Well, and even been, yeah. on be, the same right, yeah. this is a Madonna household. I, I know that. That's whatever. But. Madonna is is wonderful. She mm-hmm. has done so many amazing things for the gay community, for um, AIDS, for human rights, human for rights, yeah, women for whatever else she has, and she did it in a time that it was not okay to do it. Yeah, but guess what? She's a woman, sure, but she's a white, she's a white woman. woman, yeah, and a white woman can do that in the eighties yeah. and the nineties yeah. and the early two thousands and the now and the yeah. whatever, and still have a lot of risk, mm-hmm. but not nearly as, as much, much risk. risk as Beyonce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, disclaimer: unpopular opinion, and that's fine. <laughs> yes. Like I said, yeah. Beyonce ain't my but queen. But it is unpopular opinion that is correct. Yeah. I will say that. I love both of them, but I think we should be more forgiving of the fact mm-hmm. that great Beyonce may not stand up, but she has a lot to more lose. to 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 obstacle wise mm-hmm. to overcome. And people that don't aren't that, and I am not that. Mm-hmm. I am a white woman <laughs> yeah. in every sense of the on word. The white. white. 
but I, I have enough sense to know that I am not that and could never understand mm-hmm. the difficulty that that presents. Yeah. I, mean, I will never live it. Yeah. I only have people I love and see and mm. can understand at least a percentage. But yeah. either way, I just wanted to say that out loud because yes. it needed to be said. Yeah. Absolutely. But those are my trifecta of queens. That's your trifecta. That's my girls. So, Very so, so to sum it up, you got Whitney. Whitney. You got Rihanna. Beyonce. Beyonce. And you got Rihanna. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Is it three-tiered that way? Or is it Beyonce and it, Rihanna are on the same, and then Whitney's at the top. Whitney's at, always on the top. Mm-hmm. Like, so Whitney's on top. There would be no them without... Without her. Without her. So, Back, yeah. I... Whitney is going to always be, like, the saving grace. That, sure. I gotcha. So, cool. yeah. Alright. Well, I got another question right. for you. What's your other question, darling? If you couldn't do drag... Oh, mm, this is a good one. What is another creative art that you want to explore or would explore? Mm, if I couldn't do drag or creative art... I probably would do makeup. I would probably go be a makeup artist. I would probably go to school for cosmetology. Mm, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. I think I would do that. And and I learned that later on in life because I didn't really think I was really good at it since da mm-hmm. and then like you know it's just you know you always have those doubts or whatever. But I that's what I would do. I, would I thought do you were gonna say hair. that. I thought it was, it was either gonna be that or Broadway. Mm. Oh yes! Oh <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. I, you know, acting has been something because I remember in third grade I did a <laughs> third grade. Um, I did a so play. Last <laughs> um, so last year, I did a show. It was Peter Pan, and I had went in and I auditioned because uh-huh. everyone just did a. It was um, like an open call. Everyone auditioned. That mm-hmm. was in grade. Yeah, yeah, and. I just thought I was going to be one of the people, in the, you know, the extras. Sure. And yeah. I got Captain Hook. You better and show I up. was like, what? And oh, so you've told me that yes. before. I, told, I did I it now. Yes. Yeah, I was yeah. Captain Motherfucking Hook. What We discussed role, that kind right? of in relation to you being Dr. Frankenfurter mm-hmm. and how it's like that blew your mind. That blew my yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, maybe I do have like a little bit of a knickknack for this. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe a little bit of a knickknack. And so uh, acting would be something I would definitely explore. But mm-hmm. um, I think drag kind of encompassed that for me because being in drag is a, is a one woman show. Oh, kind of sure. Like, yeah. The yeah. whole. You get the whole the thing. The whole shebang. So yeah. like, I think I would feel probably more comfortable to go into cosmetology first and then probably do acting mm-hmm. as something like dip my feet in. If mm-hmm. it happened, it happened. Because mm-hmm. that, one, that one's a little more dicier and we talked about how I'm more of a... Do you remember any of your parts from Peter I do Pan? not remember my parts, but I remember... Because I, remember I want going, you to reenact them during quarantine. I wish I could remember. And I used to have the I used to have a folder of the lines. Was and it I, Peter Pan as a musical or as a straight play? No, it was a musical. Oh, it was? So oh, okay. there was Curious. singing in it too. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And I used to have the folder of the lines and, mm. I, was trying, and I threw it away probably or something. But... I rem- but I remember people being just in awe of. Yeah, I remember people being in awe of me as Captain Hook and me just being like, Am because I really you were probably anything? a pretty quiet kid. No, I was. Well, but and I, then, I've always been. And then you, and the, it was blew their mind. Mm-hmm. Was it not? It oh was. It was. Every. The, yeah. I remember the. I, re- I remember the music mm-hmm. teacher just looking at me, and I could see out the corner of my eye, and her just being like. Like her eyes and her mouth are just open, just looking at me because mm-hmm. you're right. I was a quiet kid. I did. I went to school. I did what I needed to do, and I went the fuck home. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to be around. Mm-hmm. And so, and with drag, the first time I performed, people were just in awe. Yeah. yeah. Because they, because I see in my head what I want when it comes to being on stage, mm-hmm. and it yes. happens. Mm-hmm. But I don't think people think that of yeah. me when they look at me or when they've experienced me. Mm-hmm. So 
that was another fun thing to do in my life. So. Yeah. Well, and that's a memory because, I mean, that you hold on to for a long time. Mm. I know that I didn't, I wanted, to, me and my brother made plays and made a stage out in the backyard all the time. And we would do stuff for my mom constantly. Mm. But I remember the first time I performed and I actually sang at elementary school. I was probably in sixth grade, maybe. Yeah. And that was the first time I thought that that was okay and I could do that. Do it, y'all. Yeah. And one of my neighbors actually said, oh my God, I know Bright could sing. She actually sounds really good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? That I sound okay. Like I could do this and play if I wanted <laughs> yeah. to. Mm-hmm. And then when I actually went to school, like in high school or whatever, and was in a play, I was in the chorus, mm-hmm. but I was one of the um, theater moms, like that was already, he was one of the featured players, mm-hmm. came up to me and said, I couldn't quit looking at you. You were all I saw <laughs> yes. because your and expressions I, were, and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. And that was you in Rocky Horror too? Or Rocky Horror the, as the, fe- the featurette? The Phantoms. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because that's people come up to her all the time because she, she. Oh yeah. We talked about that a little yeah. bit in yes. the last episode. She was always so in character. Like it. I love a was, small part. Yes. I love it. Because like, you make it big. You, she yes. makes it so, it's, it's a skill favorite. and it's something she has, darlings. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. thank you for that. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, okay, no, I have a last question. Yes. Okay. You kind of touched on it a little bit already. Okay. But we can kind of just, you can maybe just reiterate it and kind of, you know, tell us again. Mm-hmm. But I wrote out, um, if you had to pick one thing that you could say is the biggest difference between your Little Rock drag and your LA drag, mm. what would it be? And it may just be like something as simple as, oh, it's elevated. But, mm. you know, if something comes to mind in particular. Um, belief. Mm. Ooh, good okay. One. Belief. Um. Oh God. Okay. I knew believe knowing something and believing something is two different things. Mm-hmm. And you learn that growing up is something as an adult you don't even quite fully understand until it, it just clicks in your head. But um, I knew I could be something and look a certain way or try different things, mm-hmm. but I didn't believe it yeah. until I moved here. Mm-hmm. And could see the, all the possibilities, the colors, as I like to call yes, things. Yes, yeah. And, you put on um, a new set of glasses. Mm-hmm. And L.A., for all its glitz and glamour and things, if you get to where you need to be and around people you're supposed to be around in their time in your life, things will open up for you. And uh, I didn't believe that necessarily. And it's still, it is, believing is, a, it's not something that is a one-time thing. It is a journey. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's not a destination. It is it not is a, a destination. Journey. And my belief in my drag and what I could do with my drag is what's changed, I would say, the most. Of mm. course, like, elevated as far as makeup and hair and outfits and... and. Well, the exterior has elevated, mm-hmm. but the, yes. interior the interior has become a core belief. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I can tell that. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And it's readable. And that's mm-hmm. what's cool, too, mm-hmm. is that not only do you have that, we can tell yeah. the difference, yeah. you know? I think... That is always like, and I said before, my own head is mm-hmm. my is the the chink in the armor that I have. Mm-hmm. It is uh, it's always going to be. It's something I cannot change about myself as far as it being there. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the belief in my drag and the belief in myself is what needed to change the most. And it's something that is changing, is morphing, it is ongoing. Mm-hmm. But um, because you can, there's tons of pretty drag queens, you know what I mean? Oh, sure. But yeah. there, there is a je ne sais quoi about me, and I can even say that confidently now, mm-hmm. that I have that other girls don't. And mm-hmm. so, coming here, that was something that I had to learn and then believe about myself. Yeah. yeah. And um, 
that is what's changed the most, I think. Because Arkansas, you know, I just knew I did not fit in there. And I knew I was only going to get so far. And so that I didn't really push myself to become better from where I was. And so coming here, that is what's really changed. The push, the drive. Yeah. And of course I lag sometimes. Sometimes I get off sometimes, you know. But I can see the growth. Mm-hmm. And I can see where I'm going. The light is cracking through a little more through the yeah. bricks. Yeah. And so it's like you said, like Jenny said, it's just sticking with it. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah. You know, believing and sticking with it and working on it and making and focusing on yourself. Well, yes. And you're, in, you're, you're becoming a person that's inspiring to others. Mm. Just like, yeah. I mean, when we were back home, I, we all had we, a level of inspiration for Absolutely. other people. We were. And right. we are that here too. But it's so amazing. And what a gift. Which is so weird to think about. and Because back home, it made a little bit more sense, you know, to be, you know, queer people who did what they wanted to do, who looked how they wanted, did what they wanted, said what they wanted, threw parties and were wild and fucking crazy mm-hmm. on weekends. That was not literally unheard of. In mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and so, but to be here where there is so much access to gayness mm-hmm. and queer culture and there are more, there's different cultures, period, from around the world, it is strange to be such a beacon in the community as yeah. far as, like, the yeah. house and, like, what we do as a collective because it's always been here. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always, and, and there have been people who've come and, come and gone. Can and it's like, yeah. You know? And so for people to be so inspired sometimes uh-huh. is really weird because it it's really all makes you, you believe like not only were we doing something special in Arkansas, mm-hmm. we were doing something special in the world. In the world, yeah, absolutely. Because you can't. Because one of the it. most shocking things about moving to LA was that I was still the most interesting person here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and no shit. But that is, and that sounds so vain. I'm wild. So, I know it not, does. I, but, but there are so clones true. out there, yes, y'all. There Everyone are, yeah. is the same, same. here. Mm-hmm, it is. And you and it's weird because the LA in and of itself is its own matrix. Yeah. And bringing it full back, guys. Full, yeah. full the fuck back. And I really do encourage <laughs> you, this, if you only watch one watch, of them, watch yeah. the first one. Well, and this is a good place to wrap up on clones and access to gayness. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, you're absolutely right. Watch that documentary three. <laughs> it's called, it's called Matrix do. One, Two, Three. <laughs> You're going to want to get into it, and you're going to be shocked. Uh, and they're making a fourth. And they're making a fourth. They're making a fourth. They are making a fourth. Yeah. But um, it is so true that we are sometimes the most interesting people that people meet here because mm-hmm. everyone wants to be in line. They want to look like someone. They want yeah. to be and da-da-da when they forget that you come here to be yourself. Yes. yes. And... You're bringing, you're bringing your so uniqueness true. here. Yes. So you can bring it to the world. Exactly. You know what I mean? And people get lost in and the matrix. And becoming like mm-hmm. everyone else Every, here. Yeah. And, it's, and, and I said this when I first moved here. Like the, peop- the southern people who move here and then they try to stop being acting southern. Southern, mm-hmm. yeah. Why? And it's like, Why? Why? You better not. Some folks love it. They, they eat love the it. shit up. They eat it up like it's fucking eggs and bacon. <laughs> <laughs> and thank goodness all our Arkansas folks live right in the same house mm-hmm. and we don't lose that shit. We don't lose yeah. our accents. <laughs> No. Yeah. Or, our, or our trash and our trash, mm-hmm. our level of trash. Mm-hmm. Like I don't ever want to lose. No, I don't either. No, I need it. I, I need Anna Nicole all day, like, long, every loud day. money. Yeah, <laughs> that's why she was a star. star. I need that unsinkable Molly Brown and the Titanic. She made her loud outside money. prettier. Yeah, 
But yes. she didn't she, change she the didn't inside. That's right. <laughs> and that's why she's inspiration to this day. Yeah. Well, but thank you so much for being here, Simone. Of course. We just, and this was so much fun. I would love to do it again. It was an effortless it was. Yeah. I had and, so much oh, fun. And we can absolutely have you back on any time. Okay. Uh, I would love it. I loved it. It was so yeah. great. And I love having a funny moment, but also something that it feels we're learning something. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And actually talking like it out anyway. was actually really good Like to hear yeah. it. And yeah. And you guys like... It was really nice. I'm going to go ahead and give you an A+. Yeah. Thank you. I will take it. Because <laughs> on the Tony Soto show, we did the same thing where we were the guests and we yes. were talking and it uh-huh. felt so good to be like, oh my God, I'm saying this stuff out loud. That Oh, I, I didn't think about think that. Of, yeah. yeah. Now it's really neat to be on the other side. Mm. Um, so before we go, promote your Instagram. Mm. Yes, I am the underscore Simone on Instagram. Mm. I am also that on Twitter, but it's the underscore Simone with an E on the end, another an extra E on the yes. end. Yes, gotcha. And... Simone the Ebony Enchantress on Facebook. Yeah. All right. So if you want to get into the gig, honey, that is where you can find me. Yeah. You won't won't find a more beautiful drag queen on the internet. You will not. It's Mm. really going to be really hard. Well, and the content coming out lately has just been gag worthy. So get on there. Yes. Please. Please. And I would love to meet you guys and hang out and talk. Mm -hmm. Well, not hang out. We can't. But I would love to talk to you and, you know. Her number is 555. Now, y'all better not blow me up now. Well, thank you so much, Simone. Absolutely. This, this has been so a wonderful and so much fun. So well, let's wrap it up. This yes. has been Bright, Jenny, and Simone on She's Just Drunk. Oh, God. This is Bright and Jenny. As always, thank you for listening to She's Just Drunk. Remember to follow us on Instagram to see when new episodes post at She's Just Drunk podcast. Please like, subscribe, comment, and leave us a review on whichever streaming service you're listening with. Goodbye for now. We love you and we'll miss you till the next time.